Miss Toya, chilling with my day one crew. I got Miss Trish in the building. How you doing over there? Hey, I'm good. You I got lovely. Getting used to. Thank you. Getting used to this um, drive in. It's a whole uh-huh. different ball game, mm-hmm. and I'm just still working it out. Okay. Unapologetically black. Always. Or late. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> or what? What you, what you say? Ask her is. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm chilling. <laughs> you chilling? chilling? I'm chilling. Y'all like this weather? It ain't cold in the D, but it's cool. <laughs> oh my goodness! So, did you watch that Trish? Oh, you saw the video, right? Cold in the D. Have I y'all couldn't seen finish that? watching it because I can't. Yeah. I didn't know what they. What Any video that start with a crackhead just lying what, out in the middle of the restaurant, <laughs> it's destined to be something. What she say? I don't know what the f we supposed to do. Right. Yeah. Okay. So cold trying, in the streets. Listen, how we supposed to keep peace? I listened to lyrics. So when she was like, I don't know what the f we supposed to. <laughs> no, no, she didn't say supposed. <laughs> Oh, she that's said post. P O S D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm thinking there's some fruit in there. Like she said, I don't know what the f we supposed to do <laughs> when they want to do what though. What was the? Hook? I'm surprised y'all ain't seen this video. It's been off like ten years. No, but it got like nine million. Yeah, years, it's been right? the laughing stock of the internet for a minute. And I'm like, it's so funny and it's stupid. Like everything about it. I mean, then they had that nerve to have credits at the end of the video. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be saying I produced this. I wrote this. Did you, did you notice they was at the graveyard and it was pouring like liquor out yeah, of the styrofoam cup? The, spot, the streets and yeah. where they was at. I was like, oh, I know oh they was keeping it too real. They were singing off key. The beat Mm-mm. wasn't mixing. <laughs> Listen, it's cold in the D right there. That's just real That's a cold, cold video. That's, that's Man, real cold. So cold. Listen, we got some very special guests in the building. I want to uh, introduce Miss Nicole Williams. How you doing, pretty lady? Hello. How's everybody? Hey. Yeah. And, we, and we got the king in the building over there. How you doing? Hey. You got to talk into the mic so everybody can hear I'm you. I'm good. I'm good. Okay, you good. All right. I'm glad to have you guys here today. We got a lot to talk Thank about. Um, definitely want to plug um, this Vegas block party um, event that's coming up real soon. Yes. It's a three-day event, correct? Yes. It, now it's a three-day event. <laughs> oh, so it grew. Yes. Yes. It's okay. supposed to only be a two-day, but then um, when we added uh, Studs of L.A., yeah. A reality show stars are coming out here, so we have we're gonna be having a, a special private event for them. Okay, um, that you would have to get a weekend pass to receive that invite. So who are the studs of LA? The studs of LA um, are a group of women um, that are what that are out in Los Angeles. Uh, they consist you of. Uh, a couple of rappers, dancers, different entrepreneurs out there that have been actually successful and um, that grouped up together to do a reality show. And um, I'm actually from out there, so I support them all the way. Yeah. Uh, I grew up with them in the industry, so I'm just uh, happy to be able to do something with them here in Vegas. So. Okay, cool. Yeah. 
So a three-day event, it's a lot going on with the CD, yes. too, and I want to get into it. But I just want to learn a little bit about you as well. Um, I know that you said that you're a graphic artist. Yes. So how did you get involved with this um, this, this Vegas block party? Well. Vegas, uh, Vegas Pride <laughs> block Vegas party. Pride. Right? Forgive Vegas me. Pride. Vegas Pride okay. block party. Okay. Yes, indeed. Shout out to Melissa Benz. Um, I manage her as okay. a model, and uh, when she gets bookings, I have the joy and pleasure of um, reaching out to that client that's looking to book her mm. um, which happened to be King and um, she was doing uh, wanted to do this a block party out here so yeah. when I met with her um, and got to talking about it um, it grew into the fact that once she learned about me and my business that she realized that I could do more than just a flyer okay so um, I actually said I couldn't do it because I had a lot of other things going on at the time with Miss Anthony McNeil uh, in the A-list with Japan Audition and running the Water Bar and Lounge. I have events there all the time. So um, it just kind of just came about that next thing you know, she has me doing stuff for Pride. (laughs) How long you been managing bins, Melissa? Um, I've been managing bins for almost a year now. Okay, Mm -hmm. cool. Shout out to Ben. So how did you guys even come up with the concept for the Vegas Pride block party? Well, um, it, it came about when um, she came to me to, to do something more urban. Uh, so it just seemed like it was an untapped market for us to have something out here for mm-hmm. the LGBTQ community um, that was geared towards the genre of music that they like to listen mm-hmm. to, um, even the age group. I'm a millennial. Um, all of her friends and the people that we're dealing with are all millennials. Yeah. Uh, so there's really not a celebration for our age bracket um, for the event of Pride that mm-hmm. happens annually. It's actually this month, there's two. So okay. in October, it's National Coming Out Day. Yeah, that was Thursday, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, so, okay. um, and they celebrated this week, um, the weekend coming up mm-hmm. that uh, for that. So we decided to end up making it a, a all weekend celebration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With the national coming out, did you have anybody that came out to you personally, or did you know what? I have stories. It um, with with this too as well. What King came to my company is that she wanted to also diversify uh, Pride mm-hmm. uh, to where it's not just for the gay community right. and everything. It was more for just a celebration of life, love, and unity. Yeah. Uh, so it was important to me in that challenge that once I decided I wanted to come on board to really just start to integrate the city um, into what we were looking to do. So yeah. um, Melissa actually said that there is some people that she's known that has come out and some family members and mm-hmm. stuff. So um, some words and encouragement for what we're doing in the community too as well. So it's opened up some eyes to a lot of people mm-hmm. that um, it's more than just a hookup being gay, that they have families, they have issues, they, they, we do deal with the same things, gun violence, like at the end of the day, they're just people. Yeah. And I think that's what is forgotten um, just with that with that community. Yeah. And I hear you on that. And I know when you say forgotten, when you say that you're doing this specifically, this um, this particular park party is to, to pretty much highlight the type of music and the genre and things that I'm, I'm hearing you say pretty much are not being recognized or maybe left behind. Correct. So do you think that and, and looking at the flyer it's, it's you know, catering to hip hop artists and some uh, dancing uh, talents. Um, I mean, you got a lot going on. Actresses so, that actress. are um, in the LGBTQ community that they might not know, like mm-hmm. uh, different studs. You know, I've learned a lot of different terminology mm-hmm. yeah. um, that's being used to yeah. as well. Now, I learned and, studs know, a year ago. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
so many different ones. So it's kind of like, you know, with that, it's just been just to recognize them, give them a platform to come out here in Vegas mm-hmm. and to showcase what they're actually doing in Hollywood. So within the LGBTQ community, am I saying that correctly? Or are there yes. extra yeah. letters I need to add on to that? Because I know it grows. It keeps so. going. There's so many, but that, that's... Yeah. Uh, that cues in straight to the point. Uh, there is a lot of things outside of it, and that's really what this uh, event is based on. Mm-hmm. It's basically saying that, you know, everything about gayness is not just touchy-feely. Right, like, it's not sexual. We're very corporate. We have businesses. You know, we're talented, and we deserve more, and that's what this event is supposed to bring, more yeah. to what we can celebrate. Let us have pride, too. Mm-hmm. You know, when we go down there... Um, we're happy to be there. We're happy to support them, but yeah. we feel like there's no unity because there's no support towards us. Yeah. So why not create something that you know balances it, it all out? Yeah. Know, to me, yeah. that's how I look at it. And you say you're happy to be there. Where are you saying? Where? Um, what, what I mean is be there in this moment, okay. in this moment in time where urban black society is being platformed. Mm-hmm. You know, we've always follow behind everything that's in front of us, mm-hmm. but it has never channeled in on the talent that's in our culture. Right. So that's the main key point of this event. So do you think there's actually discrimination within the LGBTQ Very community? Very much so. Yes, Very and how so. is that? Where does, how does that show um, up? I mean, look at uh, the prides that come along, you know, when they set it all up. You know, mm-hmm. everything is set up exactly how they want it to be set up. They yeah. let you see what they want you to see first. Mm-hmm. When you're walking through Pride, you start off with these big, exciting uh, platforms. Music is turned up. You're on good gravel. You keep walking. You keep walking. It mm-hmm. takes about 20 minutes to the back of the bus, yeah. the way I look at it. Yeah. And then you got the urban people, and we're in the dirt. And yeah. we're, we're bringing all the talent. We're bringing all the money. We're mm-hmm. bringing all this. But we're getting the lower class platform, and wow. I feel like... You know, that time is up. Yeah. I'm, I'm not supporting that type of stuff no more. Wow. So Being a woman, being black, and being gay, there's a triple discrimina- discrimination type of thing that you're going with. How do you feel or how do you navigate to differentiate how if a person being prejudiced towards you in either one of those aspects? That's a good question. Well, you don't have to think about it. You know when somebody's offending you, right. period. It doesn't matter if you're black, white, Chinese, it doesn't matter. Right. If you know that you have the talent and you know that you're right there and they're looking past you and you've yeah. been right there, then obviously somebody is overlooking somebody. Yeah. And it takes people like us that get on a platform to be able to turn back around and say, okay, you know what? I'm where I need to be. Let's bring some other people along with us. Mm-hmm. So that's where this comes from. Yeah. It's like turning around saying, hey, now we got what we have. Let's utilize it. And whether it's on a big platform or not, it's still a stand, so, you know. So do you think mm. it has a lot to do with other communities just not recognizing the urban community, as you stated, or do you think there's a stigma within our community where we hide a lot of our um, our, our culture, our lifestyles, or sexuality to where it's no. not on a... I don't think that's what it is. I think that we don't get the means. I think that they don't give us the support, they don't give us the money, they don't back us the way that they should yeah. so that we can do these things. You don't think that a long time ago there were people that wanted to say, hey, let's do a pride, yeah. but there's hard it's hard to do something without the resources and when you come to people with the resources if you don't have that backing behind Mm -hmm. you they're not going to stand behind you so you have to get it yourself and you know and I have to admit, I do see that within um, discrimination within the, 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 the LGBTQ community, even on dating sites. 
like there's discrimination as far as um, people not wanting to date people of color. Um, you know, they make it very specific, and I see things on you know social media where people are complaining about that. And then even within, like you said, within events like this, where like you said, they're put on the back burner. So I right. do see that, and I think it's just weird. It's kind of like an oxymoron to discriminate when basically what you're doing within this community and even just formulating your own organization is to be recognized because you're being discriminated against right. by other people. So I just don't understand why. Or they change your look too. I like the yeah. fact that we started how we started and we're still the same way. It's like they, it's kind of like whitewashed. It's like, if you're gonna be gay, you're gonna look like this then. Hmm. If you're gonna be on TV, you're gonna look like this, you're mm -hmm. gonna sound like this. I get offended when I watch movies, when I watch shows, because they don't reflect me yeah. as a stud, the way I live my life. I don't live my life like they show on TV, but that's what they wanna teach. And people praise that, it's yeah. like, nah. And what is a stud for those who may not know? Well, <laughs> a stud is the uh, manly, one, I guess, you know, the aggressive one, the one that takes more charge than the mm -hmm. feminine one that dresses in a dress or loose yeah. clothes, stuff like that. Just the person that's more aggressive, that's yeah. it. Okay. There's a streaming app called Reverie. They kind of cater to the uh, LBGT, I'm sorry, I don't want to screw up the letters, LBGTQ community, mm -hmm. and they only cater to the gay community, and I think there's different outlets like that that are available that a lot of people are unaware of. Yeah, I think that a lot of resources aren't put out there for a reason, because they yeah. really don't want us to know that we do have resources to do stuff or become something. So they keep it kind of hidden. Do you feel that you guys are being like put in this box of being labeled and just all categorized as one group? And that's kind of creating the more of a, a separation or a division well, amongst everybody? I blame that on the people that get in position to represent us. Mm. Who, who is know? they? I, yes. I'm sorry. I'm. I, I don't know. Well, there's a lot of people. I, I don't name drop, so I'll just give examples mm -hmm. of okay. situations. There's a lot of people that be put in positions to correct stuff that are put out about our society. Like politically or when you say in positions, like what kind of positions? Okay, like for instance. Or celebrity if, uh, or? You know, celebrities, either, either or. When mm -hmm. you're a celebrity and you're gay and we know that you're gay and we support you and when you come to us, you act like us, but when you go to them, you act like them. So it's like that switcheroo type thing, you know? But Plenty. who's them? I can elaborate on that. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry. What King is trying to say is that yeah. when you're in a position of power and you you're you are holding back from what you can do or or make light of. So with this journey of me being straight and with my company and the things that I've had to endure, I know everybody's not going to support what my company is doing. However, I have come across some different companies um, and, and people in power that are in this community that are stepping back and just watching. Right. And so um, we're not letting that discourage us because we might not have the resources or the means, but what I have seen that has come together is the power of the people. Yeah. Um, this right here is bigger than Set Life Images. It's bigger than me, it's bigger than King. Uh, we have the power of the people that have been more than supportive yeah. out 
pushing this event, sharing and tagging. I've never seen anything go so viral. Yeah. Um, where we're getting the attention of others um, on larger platforms that are not afraid to say right. who they are and what they are. And shout out to um, Candy, uh, Mr. J. Will from Love and Hip Hop. Hey. Um, because we got a shout out right. that, hey, I heard something's going on in Vegas. Hey. And then every, next thing you know, we're getting tags from everywhere. Right. Now, guess what? He's on our he's oh, on our good. platform. So yeah, um, it's just one of those things that you know. There's people that are watching. There's people that got a foot in, and there's people that are all in. Yeah. So that's just with any business and anything that you're doing. Yeah. That's something that's out of the comfort zone that is going to happen and transpire. Mm-hmm. However, it's us as people as an individual that if we're doing this, you know, we have to be all in. We yeah. have to put ourselves out there. And um, like I was telling you, Latoya, like I'm usually behind the scenes when yeah. I'm doing work for clients. So I do a lot of different things to make mm-hmm. them shine. Mm-hmm. However, in this instance, it's, you know, made King a, <laughs> an overnight celebrity in our community and, and it's brought light to my company yeah. and, what, what, and what I've been doing. And I really don't share what I do because there's a lot of confidentiality what I do with my yeah. clients. Right. So I do want to um, give a shout out to po- anyone who's watching on YouTube Live and Facebook Live. We do have some questions that I want to address to the two of you. If you're just tuning in, we have Miss Nicole Williams with us and the King in the building. <laughs> okay, so there is a question regarding the the term stud, which I would address to King, as a stud, uh, do you feel like a man or think like a man? Um, <laughs> I love this question. The question goes on to say that we represent your, do you, we represent yourself as a person with testosterone, uh, yeah. I am a lesbian. Let's, lesbian, let's say that first. I am a lesbian that loves women. I don't think that I'm a man because I have women parts. I'm very in touch with like my that. feminology. Like um, just because you wear, things that you are comfortable in doesn't mean that you're trying to imitate anybody else. I wake up in the morning and I think that I'm me. So a stud is just yourself, how you carry yourself. No, we do not want to be a man. And some of us, like myself, get offended when you try to compare me to a man because I am a woman and I love the woman that I am. I like that. I really do. I think that you really addressed that question in the best way. And I do want to just go in and add more to what you were saying, Nicole, about how people are reaching out now and those who are you know, that support the community are speaking out. But this isn't just about gay people because you have people who are straight, such as myself, because yes. I feel like I'm supporting this, this this event as well. Thank you. That are supporting the gay community as well. So it's not just about being gay when you talk about the um, the Vegas Pride block party. We're talking about getting the whole community together. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's not about your sexuality, but there, you are trying to bring about pride in who you are as a people, right? Yes. So um, with that, we did incorporate, uh, we have a three-on-three basketball tournament that is supporting our cause of drop the guns, pick up a ball. Gun violence, as we know in this country, has been atrocious to all communities. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we are bringing light to that uh, through games. So um, me being an athlete all my life and accepting the fact that, you know, we're collecting basketballs uh, to give to the kids. It's an all-ages event on Sunday, the 21st from 1 to 8 p.m., um, Mr. Antoine Howell, Mr. Twan Tweezy, shout out to him, has uh, is leading the pack on this to uh, get donations for basketballs to give away to the kids. Yeah. Um, using sports as another avenue to uh, get away from the streets, get your mind right, get back into education. Um, me as a kid, I never had time for any of that stuff and mm-hmm. fighting and being out in the streets because I always had a practice to go to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so I didn't have time for all of that. So yeah. that kept me away just naturally 
naturally from the streets and all the stuff that it can come with in your in your community. You know, mm-hmm. I grew up on the east side. Um, it wasn't the most great of neighborhoods. However, <laughs> the stuff around me never affected me. If there yeah. was something that I drive by or somebody got you know beat up or something i'm coming home from practice like oh what happened yeah you know so i was always missing that you know so um that is our cause this year and i'm glad that's been brought up on board because next year we want to do something we're going to grow it and do something bigger just you know with the support that's been happening off of just that that now we have a cause that's incorporated yeah and that happens october 21st if i'm not mistaken yes and what exactly is that event i know you said it's pickup Drop the guns, pick up a ball. Thank you very much. So it's the wind down from the party in. Friday, Saturday, we're going in hard with all our hosts and celebrities. So this is just like a chill out, 1 to 8 p.m. We're going to have some talent on the stage for the Eon Experience uh, Artist Showcase. We're giving away $1,000 that Life Images is to the winner. That show is going to be on Friday, the semifinals, 5 to 8 p.m. And then on Sunday, 5 to 8 p.m. So... uh, the beginning part of it is going to be a three-on-three basketball tournament. Eight, okay. eight squads. Uh, we still have room. If you want to yeah. get on board, you do not have to be gay yeah. um, to compete. Okay. <laughs> um, so we're going to be doing uh, one one game eliminations on um, half court out at the uh, at Harley Hall at 125 East Reno uh, with the live music from DJ Kelly J and DJ Crisco, DJ Needles, uh, DJ Shea Money. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a lot of people that are just we're just going to you know turn up and just have a good time barbecue have the food trucks and stuff out there. So just, you know, wind down from that and just give away the balls and just um, really just bring the community together there um, yeah. as well. We have Miss uh, Terilyn uh, Ramsey uh, with the Beauty Palace that hey. has been wonderful, wonderful. She is sponsoring all of my clothes, makeup, hair, wow. <laughs> everything. And Miss Kanisha nice. with B. Capelli is doing my hair. She um, was, makes me always look good. Yeah. Um, that are coming out and doing some beautiful things. They are the official Get Beat Get your hair, nails done for Pride. They have the glitter, the glow, all that, the makeup. They're the ones that are going to be doing appointments for women um, that are going to get them. So I'm going to start rolling that out to promote them Um, and her beauty palace that just opened up on North Rancho. Where's all this taking place? Um, At Harley Hall, 125 East Reno. Uh, Second to none, the Motorcycle Club has been very gracious to allow us to have the block party there. Shout out to the Motorcycle Club. That's what's up. That's awesome. Um, I was reading an article and I wanted to tie you guys into this conversation because I was reading an article that talked about a transgender student that had been left outside of a locker room. They were doing a regular drill mm-hmm. where um, in case of a crisis, which we do this in the workplace and things of that nature, a fire drill, if some of mm-hmm. you are not, not familiar. But in this particular incident, they were doing a, a drill in case there was an active shooter. Mm-hmm. And the kids, the boys were um, advised to go into the male um, locker room and the girls were advised to go into the female locker room. But this particular 14 year old, the teachers could not decide what to do with her. Wow. um, Who identified as a girl. And so they left her in the hallway. Wow. So just shoot her? Yeah, for the shooter, to shoot her. And this is a drill, right? This is a drill. Okay, okay, they yeah, could okay. not figure it out. Wow. I just want to know, That's like, how, what, what's your take on that? How, how, first of all, I don't think that they should have figured it out. I think wherever she chose to go is where she chose to go. Right. And if you've been calling her a she, then you should have respected the fact that she's a woman. And right. that's, again, why we say the discrimination of certain things. One moment you respect it, the next moment you disrespect it. And that's right. what's going on in this society, and it's sad. And I, think I, I don't know if it's necessarily disrespect. I think everybody is trying to adjust. 
And, and when I say that, I, I, I'm, I'm saying this. I, I honestly don't care if, if, if a transgender is in the female bathroom, if that person li- really identifies as a woman, look, you know, dress, right. looks like a woman, okay, whatever. Yeah. Here's the adjustment. I had an, an incident where she left the toilet seat up. Uh-huh. And my thing is, we don't do that in the women's bathroom. So everybody has to adjust. We don't. It's true, but in so this- everybody has to adjust. Yeah, and I don't want case. to right. touch a toilet seat. True I don't. But in this case right here, before this drill, that but particular that. person, that particular person was already dressing in one of those rooms. So if that person was already in that girl's locker room, then that's where they should have went back to. Yeah. So what I'm saying is sometimes you already know what this person is and then you find a time where you make this person feel like it's at the lowest um, point in their life where yeah. you could just, you know, affect someone. And, and that's that's a thing, too. Yeah. You know, in the gay society, we are affected in a lot of ways with a lot of things that go on. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. feelings are hurt. People uh, commit suicide, mm-hmm. different things, you know. Yeah. And uh, I just feel like if there was more light in our area, then we would speak more, people would have more understanding, mm-hmm, like you say, mm-hmm. and then they wouldn't have to adjust because they would already understand. Well, I wanna I elaborate on that. Um, for me coming in and just kind of being bombarded with uh, the community. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it yeah, has, how has that, how have you adjusted? It, yeah. um, just with being open and no judgment. <laughs> You yeah. can't. Yeah. You can't have any judgment on anything. Uh-huh. So, and you have to watch your words too, as well. Okay. You know, so if you're dealing with a transgender, um, sometimes you know the the transformation is so good you don't know. Yeah. With there's so, so many adjustments and and so much progression that's going on in the gay community, how does a person that's not gay that's on the outside looking in know like which changes has been made and kind of go through those adjustments? Like with the Q being an LBGT, like a lot of people aren't aware that the Q was added on to there. So there's so many different progression that's going on and it's so fast that the average person can't keep up. So it's not, I don't think it's an offensive thing. It's a, we don't know. Mm-hmm. So we don't know when something has changed to alter. So we don't know where we're being offensive. Like with a transgender, yeah. mm-hmm. do you identify as a man or a woman? You just have to watch your words and, and just be kind in any situation, you right. know, like, and mm-hmm. ask questions. I ask mm-hmm. a lot of questions, you know, and yeah. I just, I just watch my words because I don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. So you just, you know, like if you're in a meeting saying you're sitting across the table with a billionaire mm-hmm. and you're getting ready to pitch mm-hmm. your idea, you know, you're gonna watch your words, you're gonna watch what you say, you're gonna carry yourself in a manner because you don't wanna say anything wrong, you don't disrespect anybody because you still wanna lock in that deal. So it's gonna kinda just allow the situation to happen without going overboard with, you know, you know, with the diarrhea of the mouth. And I think the, the the level of the backlash if a person is offended, was it intentional? I think people fear that, oh, I don't want to say the wrong thing and I don't want to get this overwhelming amount of backlash and ridicule because then it kind of goes back to you they're being discrimin- discriminating towards that's the person. Life in yeah, general. you know, I mean, yeah, yeah it's that's true. But life in general when you're talking to somebody, right. you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that, you know, somebody's saying, Oh, well, let me touch your hair. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just Ugly it's just cute. nothing different than that's what you know I have learned is nothing <laughs> different than anything that we deal with day to day with dealing with people. Yeah. Okay. That's all. I hear okay. you on that. I hear you on that. I think that um I had to, you know, it's, it was a growing process for me to understand, you know, the gay community, especially with men, because I have this certain, you know, perception of what a man should be. But at some point I had to respect the fact that I do believe, you know, if God makes no mistakes, then some people are born that way. You know, not to say that each and every person that is gay is born that way, but I have to accept that and mm-hmm. um, understand that. 
and respect person a person as a human. As we're talking about this 14-year-old girl who was left in a hallway mm-hmm. doing an active shooter drill, my thing is, if this had been a real incident, would y'all been saying, okay, let, exactly. me see, let me see what you got in your pants right. before I, you know, you were the first thing you would do if you got a heart and a soul right. and you're a human yeah. being yeah. is everybody go into one locker yeah. room. It, it, it doesn't matter which one you go in. Just get in there. People so are really thinking too much. They're the thinking too much about were, it. As adults, we're confused about what mm-hmm. to do with a 14-year-old girl who identified as a girl, mm-hmm. maybe because born I, as a male. It, but if it was an active shooter, it I wouldn't matter. I think it didn't matter. Long as it was in the bathroom, right. yeah. No, for so real. everybody's going to take cover, not knowing right. what to do. You're so worried about offending people, but again, this is a crisis situation. Mm-hmm. When you're actually in a crisis situation, we're not thinking about our skin color anymore. We're not thinking about our sexuality anymore. We're not thinking about who's ugly, who's skinny who's small, short or tall, right. we're thinking about how to save lives. Mm-hmm. So how come these adults weren't thinking in that nature? And that's what bothers me. Because they haven't been put in a position to think that way for X amount of years. So it's hard to unlearn a, a different thought process. Mm-hmm. So they've really never, if the gay community has never really been upfront and in their face and, and, and more progressive yeah. in their earlier days than they are in their later days. So it's hard for a lot of people to adjust to that. I think if it was a real life situation. If it was a real life situation, I think it don't even matter. It yeah. Yeah. I'll go in a woman's bathroom if it's a real life situation and I don't because care. Because when you're being tested, it's a difference yeah, it's between a life. being tested and being in an actual Correct. situation. And that's how you know who you really are when you're actually being mm-hmm. tested. Right. So these people were being tested and they show who they were. So that lets you know because I'm going to let you know right now. It wouldn't have been an issue with me. This little girl said, okay, boys over here, we're doing a drill where we were separating the boys from the girl and this girl said, I'm with the girls. I would say, go over here, baby. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have been a question. Like, what do we do with her? We leave her in the hallway? But I think once that definition is set, which way she go, then there wouldn't be no issue from there on out. But because that's the first time she had to encounter that, I think she really didn't. The, the teacher probably really didn't know what to do. Well, it takes two seconds to make a decision. That's true, and <laughs> we're also dealing there. with a kid, like, you know. And I'm, the reality <laughs> of it is, these are the people who are educating. These are the people who spend the most time with our children. But that yeah. goes these back to you saying people have to adjust. So people got to adjust. Yeah. Just, well, in that situation, for me, that's yeah. a different. And we're talking about practice in our real life. I'm pretty sure it's real life. Life, it don't even matter. We're not thinking about that. We're just trying to dodge bullets. But it shows mm-hmm. but, people who they really are. Yeah. You know, in all respect, I will say that this happened September September 28th in Stanford, uh, Virginia. The school um, superintendent stated that he, um, that basically he apologized and he said that he didn't support that. You know, this child was left in a hallway and that he was going to work with the school to you know come to some you know educational process mm-hmm. to develop so that this wouldn't happen again, which is cool. But this girl said that she experienced this at 10 years old where she was excluded from the girl's bathroom. And it's unfortunate. I've talked about this many times on my show because I have compassion for human beings. Mm -hmm. What you do behind closed doors is your business to me. This is my opinion. And the thing is, is that as long as you have consenting people involved, adults, you know, you're not raping, molesting, or doing something to someone that they don't want you to do to them, I don't give a damn what you do behind closed doors. I might not agree with it, or I I might think it's nasty, or I might think it's freaky, kinky, or whatever I might think Mm -hmm. is my business. It's not yours. But at the end of the day, I'm not... I want people to be treated as equals. And I think it comes from my heart of knowing as a black woman, like you said, it's a triple threat being, well, for a gay person, it's a triple threat because, okay, you have the gay issue, you have the woman issue, and then you have the black issue. But for me, being being a black woman and being discriminated against for those two issues, being a black woman and being, you know, uh, a woman, on top of that, I, I know what it feels like to be discriminated mm-hmm. against. So I don't want anyone to have to experience that just because of what they do behind closed doors. So I'm very offended by, you know, situations like this where we send our kids off to school mm-hmm. and people don't have enough heart to make a, a decision. Right. Because it's mm-hmm. a drill and we want to give them passes to say that, oh, it was just a drill. They would have reacted differently. 
Who's to say that? Right. Who's to say that? There was a man who was a heart surgeon who invented, I forgot exactly what he invented, but it was a heart transplant, if I'm not mistaken. And when it was his time to have surgery, he died because he could not go to a, to a white hospital. He wasn't close enough wow. to a white hospital. So that's the kind of this is the kind of world we live in, where you know the human aspect is taken out and the devil is brought in. Mm-hmm. Okay, I digress. Amen. <laughs> um, I just want to, you know, I think this is an awesome thing. Um, I'm just looking at everything that's going on. Y'all got some risque stuff going on too. I see yes, y'all got some dancing so going on. on Friday night at Exotic Night. It's like erotica. It's gonna be fun. Come free. Just come in character. That's the night is to come and be who you are for sure. Yeah. Saturday, um, well, Friday night we have uh, Eastside Ivo, who is not of uh, the LGBTQ community, but he is in support. Yeah. Um, he's on Instagram. He's funny, funny. He's like TT, male, female, 2.5 yeah. million followers. He's coming to celebrate his birthday with us. That's so nice. Uh, is, so he's a fe- Libra, that borderline. Is he Libra? He's yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he's super cool. He's coming out in, in support, and as well as uh, Love and Hip Hop Candy is going to be doing her exclusive live performance yeah. of her son, song with uh, we can't say it on the, the gotcha. air but oh yeah. what is it um, yeah I don't got my swear jar then I have to right. <laughs> oh you didn't bring um, it today and then in the car. Saturday <laughs> Saturday is more like upscale it's our all black party that's going to be hosted by Melissa Benz and Mr. Jeremy hey. Washington oh we know Aww, Jeremy shout out to He's so, so funny. And that's what's so great. Like, the fact that, like, I have, like, London B from London B Entertainment, Mr. Jeremy, yeah. Ross and Red Star, King Weezy, Roe. All these are separate promoters in the community that have come together for this event. And they all have their own events that are going yeah. on during Pride. So, and that's what we're trying not to show. Any discrimination, we're in support of everything that's yeah. going on. And, excuse me, the, again, this just got bigger than what we expected yeah. you know but we're all working together to make this movement happen so that we can move forward next year to make awesome. it even bigger and awesome. better awesome i appreciate you guys for being <coughs> here um i wish you the best i think this is just the beginning this is the first annual event then right yes and again, yes this is the vegas pride <laughs> block party yeah i want to call it the urban black block party <laughs> urban I, vegas pride yeah, is the other name too it's as catering well to the black community a lot of people want to exclude us and it's unfortunate that it also happens within a highly discriminated against uh community but it is what it is and I'm glad that we bring exposure to that that's what we're doing in your ear radio anyway we talk about things that need to be brought to the forefront people need to talk about it and address it so I appreciate that where can people sign up for tickets or find out more information about the event well you can go to my website at setlifeimages.com or you can search on Eventbrite Vegas Pride Block Party there's tickets there Um, the $30 gets you in for one night and then we also have the $50 weekend pass, yeah. which is good for the whole weekend for all the events that we have. Yep, so you'll get a wristband for that. Okay. Now I'm going to ask you guys a question because this is going on with my organization and the fact that I'm in. If it's the first annual, is there such thing as a first annual or is it an inaugural? Because you can't have an annual if it's the first one. It's mind-blowing. We've been, we've been battling this. This is this an internal beef we've been having for years. See, so. but, look, but that's how it's grown. You know? right. That's why I say like, we right. were talking about that on the, for our spot on the radio. That yeah. we're doing, where are we going to say first thing? I'm like, nah, we can't say that for one. I want people to think, oh, that's the first one. I'll wait till yeah. next year. But if you say inaugural, it's the first one. So then right. you're going to do it. That so this inaugural. Is the inaugural. It's the okay. inaugural, He's but then you, the second annual. You can't have a first. I said this is an ongoing thing we've been having for years. 
figure out how to say it. So right. it's kind of funny that he brought it up. Yeah. Like, well, what do we say then? Yeah. You know, we want inaugural. To know that, you know. Inaugural. And I yeah. think that's kind of prestige. Yeah. Inaugural. It's, it's like, yeah. yeah. It's like, more syllables. When you use more syllables, it sound more smart. Yeah. Right. I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. But again, from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate you guys. I wish you the best in your event. Thank I know you, it's gonna be lit. I plan on showing up. I'm, I'm, I'm headed to Cuba. Don't worry, somewhere I'm in between. I'm gonna try to get in there, y'all. I'm I'll to make sure your guys' name is on the list. That's fine. Please don't call my phone. That's don't call my phone for no ticket. <laughs> call Tyrone. Call Tyrone. But no, your guys' names will be on media. So just yeah. if you guys do decide to come through, you guys will be taken care of. For awesome. Sure. Thank cool. you so much. Thank That's you. Nicole Williams and King in the building. It is the Vegas Pride Block Party. It's coming up, y'all. This is in your ear radio. We'll be right back. Hey, y'all watching on Facebook Live. It's a live podcast, <laughs> y'all. I am your host, Miss Toya. This is In Your Ear Radio, chilling with my day one crew. I got Miss Trish. What up? What up? What up? Hey, Miss Trish. I love your shirt, though. Unapologetically Thank black. You. Black. I said it. Every what day. Up? Unapologetically black. <laughs> I wake up like this every day. Esther is over. Why y'all both got on black and gold and I ain't getting no memo? I'm mad about it. Wakanda forever, real black. Black. Sometimes black. Like, black. Yup. Did nobody call me though? I ain't get no text. We got group messages going on, y'all. You know what? We do. That's all right. We go, we're gonna do better. We're gonna have a color yeah, code today. Do better. Do better. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you to our special guests. If you guys are just tuning in, we did have a special guest on Nicole Williams and Key talking about an event that's going on here in Las Vegas. So shout out to the Vegas uh, Pride block party that's happening here in Vegas coming in the coming week. Um, this is through uh, October 19th to the 21st. So you definitely want to check it out. And it's just not for gay people, y'all. It's not just for <laughs> gay people. Um, but we, you know we got lots to talk about, y'all. I mean, yeah, a lot been where going on. In the hell did we start? Ooh. Well. Ooh. Mm. Your boy. Who? <laughs> Yay? Is that the White House? You know, he is a topic of discussion. There's no way getting around that. I'm not even going to front. I'm going to say this. I listened to almost a 20 minute, whole 20 minutes of his interview mm -hmm. with the president. How much of that do you agree with? This man is Kanye, who, who I'm speaking to, is all over the place. I agree with some of the key points that he brought up and I, I wrote down a lot of things that I thought were... Um, Let's start with what we agree with. Do you okay, agree with majority okay. of what he said? Not how he okay. said it and the, the embellishing of the things, but the I, actual... I don't agree with a lot of stuff he said, but I was glad that he brought up okay. the topics that he brought up yeah. in the White House. Yeah. There's a lot of these topics that America in general, are, it, it ain't been on the radar. Correct. Yeah. So... I do like that. So we got to take the sugar with the shit. Yeah, yeah. And listen, he's, he mentioned stopping frisk. Yep. I'll clap for that. Yep. He talked about black unemployment. He talked about the criminal justice system and job opportunities for ex-convicts. Yep. Um, he even touched on mental illness, which I supported. Um, talked about Larry Hoover. He talked about 13th Amendment. Larry Hoover. The 13th Amendment, Can't now I can't him. support what he was saying about that because I think he needs to do the research on what he's saying before he but, tries but, to But here's dismantle. the thing, it, it, the 13th Amendment ain't been on nobody's radar. It, I mean... Um, but he brought has, it up and now it's on people's it radar. It has been on everybody's radar. It's been on the black radio. community's radar, yes. Right? Then white people don't give a damn about the 13th There's Amendment. The Them foreigners special. don't care about the 13th Amendment that come to America. It's not on their radar. Until they get locked up. Yeah, but then it's too right. late. Yeah. So I think it was great that it was brought up. 
I, so you I support do. what he's doing? Uh, At the very beginning, it's unorthodox. I said that I did not agree with a lot of stuff he said, but I appreciate that the what that I don't the like, were brought and, up. and y'all know me through the show, I, I try to rock with Kanye, try to yeah. see both sides. I didn't agree with the slurping the Trump, like the this hat gives me power, and you make you're like Superman, a father figure, and it's that, like oh I hated that. That made me cringe. That, that right there was the defining moment where was, I'm like that was real the Django, and everybody kind of dished Kanye with the whole slavery was choice thing. I kind of was like all right. I see what he's trying to say. I think that it moment pushed you over the edge. that pushed me over the edge. Like, man, I can't. Okay, so it should have pushed you over the edge. Yeah. Things we didn't like. Is that where we're going now? Now we're going to things we didn't like. Okay, because that list is pretty long too. Okay. Um, I, I don't like the MAGA hat. Um, but but he actually did say he didn't agree with a hundred percent. He's, he brought some more he hats that hat. said, I understand. But if you did watch the whole thing, he said he got more hats that just says, make America great. Just get rid of it again? Yep. But does that he, make it better or worse? Up, he brought up the fact that some people are offended by the again. I was. And then when I first heard it, before the whole meaning, make America great, sound cool. When you say again, because then we have to say, when was America great? But he brought that up in front of the whole world. Correct, which is Those true. Those are topics that I am. I appreciate that he brought up. Right, you brought attention to this. I don't care how you do it, you brought attention to it. It yeah. may be negative attention, it may be the idiotic and the, the cooning of attention. I he's a jackass. That too, that's true. You think he's, he's a jackass? He's a jackass sure. with good bullet points. But I think that. he doesn't know how to articulate himself. I agree. And we've been said that. I think he has, he's been sitting around a lot of people that have a lot of knowledge in their head and mm -hmm. he's just been taking information. Here's mm -hmm. a man who admits that he doesn't read. Mm -hmm. Here's a man that admits that he doesn't vote. She mm -hmm. says college so he he's college dropout. He's not engaged with what's happening. In our, but Kaepernick in our, doesn't in vote neither. States of America. Kaepernick doesn't vote, but does he read? Yeah. I mean, how do you just go through life having a mother who was a scholar, educational scholar, and not want to open a book? You know, shout out to um, a brother who said in one history, you put money in a book and I bet you a bitch couldn't find it. You know what I'm saying? That's in the Bible, I think. Cause he said that he a read. A bitch is not in the Bible. It's no. It's one of them. It's, it's not in the Bible. Okay, what? It's not in the Bible. <laughs> I put my money in it. I read it. I, I read it. It's not in there. <laughs> But I like the fact that he gets us talking. What I don't like is who he's talking to. That's what it boils down to. what he said, Trump had, his, his ultimate question to Kanye was, how do you like the White House? He sat next to Jim Brown. Jim Brown was at the foot of Trump. And this is Jim Brown's yeah. second visit. And, and let's not forget, like you said, Jim Brown was also there. Yep. Yes. So Kanye can't get all of the brunt of Well, Jim Brown has an agenda. He is, he, he is a, you know, he's running the American program for gang members for educational funding. Right. So he has this um, program that he's running. He's trying to get educational funding for so that our people can be educated, you know. And he even said when he was asked, you know, do you have anything to say? He said he was just here to listen. He was just here Jim. to have his seat at the table because he knows that basically he needs to be in the room in order to, Correct. to actually navigate and get to the next level. Right. So it might work to his advantage. So what, thing, what Kanye Kanye's okay. the attention getter. He's gonna get to Kanye Jim Brown came. Trump are like lovers and whores. They just <laughs> Damn, <laughs> they have dragon energy, as he said. Whatever that what is, Dra shit? dragon energy, what? not the last dragon. Don't disrespect, like my guy like that. Show no. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> listen. I don't know what to say. I. You it's know, weird. 
it's hella weird. <laughs> it's hella weird, but I cannot deny the fact that the, the topics that he touched on are things that we're going to be talking about. Okay. Right? I will give him that respect. Um, I was looking at a post. Thank you for tagging me in it, Mr. S to the Izzo. He was in the um, White House talking about Larry Hoover. <laughs> if he get Larry, if that ain't, let me just tell you, if he gets Larry Hoover uh, uh, pardoned, right? I, you might as well get Big Meech. I might have both. Of, I might have to rethink his. Maybe he has some sick, twisted, demented like way of. I agree. Of doing, but that's been doing. my whole. That's been my whole but, thing from but, jump. But until until, until he, that, so I'm not your defining moment that. is Larry Hoover get not Jeff Ford, not the rest, but Larry you know Hoover how get deep up. That is. I, I get it. it. It really is. And I think from the get go, like he's unorthodox and he's weird and it's odd because he has a mental disorder and we need to focus on no, that he too. He said he was misdiagnosed. Yeah. That and could lot, be true a too. A lot of people are trying to give this black man passes. The one I can't pass, give him a pass. They're saying, oh, his mother. To a certain extent. He doesn't have his mother. That Number adds two, on. He has mental health issues. That adds on. When I first discovered, or whatever term you might want to use, when Kanye West first came out with his first album, and I saw how he was posing in, in pictures, you know, how he looked when he do his posing. Mm-hmm. I said, that's a mama's boy. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about him. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that he was raised, mm-hmm. you know, predominantly by his mother. I didn't know his background. I just knew by the way he was posing that he was that kid. You say, baby, come in and dance. That's true. And but- he would come in there and just show out. That's how right. I envisioned him. Right. Because of his demeanor. That's how I envisioned him. And he and was different then. True. I love my instinct. Because he came out doing the G Unit and the whole gangster era. And then he's the one that kind of pushed the whole don't be discriminating against gay people yeah. in the rap community. Yeah. And if you think about it since Kanye, everybody kind of fall back on the gay bashing in, in rap. Yeah. Well, they don't use the F word as much. They don't go. What to, about the N word? This is a man who said he likes to use positive words. So I haven't listened to his latest music. Mm. Did he exclude the N word? His music is trash. Because I mean, that's considered really uh, negative uh, in the United States right now. I haven't listened to his new. The new stuff? It's weird. It. It's, it's okay. It's for the moment, but yeah. it ain't good as his previous stuff. And I think it's just not relatable. It's more relatable on a worldwide level, not just on an exclusively yeah. black thing, like right. the first two albums. Right. You know, he said he uh. wore the MAGA hat. Um, and it made him feel like Superman, being excluded from a father uh, upbringing and mm. being born into a family by marriage that didn't have any male roles in it. Then when he put on this MAGA hat, which stands for Make America Great Again, it made him feel like super. So not being with Jay-Z, not being on The Rock, not being as one of the top tier level of rappers, it was putting on that red so MAGA hat. So not being a father, not, not being a father. Produced, and you have kids. That don't make you feel you like have Superman. kids and your like kids are going to see this video like that you said a hat made you, but maybe it's a security blanket like black women that get weaves. So, and he makes him feel a certain confident level about himself. Because some people do get... I don't know. It could go... Somebody brought that up. all you YouTubers and Facebook livers, and I hope that you'll chime in on this conversation, is do you think Kanye is a genius for going in and stroking Trump's ego? Or do you think that he's just freaking cray-cray in real life and not on TV? I would never give him any kind of like credit until stuff starts happening. True. Yeah. Like right now, he's That's just an, a jackass to me. Yeah. He's a buffoon, and I think he's silly. But but 
if some of these things start happening yeah. that he brought up yeah. and he did point out that Chicago's crime rate is going down and a yeah. lot of people don't want to accept that right because it is going down a lot Correct. of people want to keep it in the forefront keep the narrative that, going oh, yeah, Chicago, still, yeah. Chicago's, but right. no, no 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 the crime rate actually is going down and he did bring that up and I was happy that he brought that up now people will probably look at it and say okay late well let me see he said it was going down let me look Right. But it is. He brings attention to it. You know, he brought attention to even bringing jobs back, such as his Adidas company. We want to make the shoes here, but we need tax breaks. And I get it. That's a personal, you know, thing right. for him. It, that's, it, it's, it would uh, increase his bottom line. However, it would help the Chicago community with jobs and things like that. So if some of this stuff starts happening, then I'll say I, I might yeah, it's too give premature to give him props. credit of being So basically what you guys are saying is if Kanye goes ahead and, and Trump kind of rolls out some of the, like, stops, stop and frisk. The stop and frisk was predominantly in New York. Yeah. I, I know, but it's in Chicago as well. Yes, it's in Chicago as well. So if that ceases, then you'll say that Kanye made a difference. I, I didn't say if that ceases. I said if some of these things, plural, start happening. Truthfully, I think he said the stuff that Meek Mill wanted to say before Jay-Z told Meek Mill not to go visit Trump. What? Okay, I don't know. Meek Mill, Trump, Trump and Meek Mill, one of the two wanted to meet each other that. in the White House. And Jay-Z Jay got in Meek go. Mill ear and told him not to go. I remember that. I honestly think Kanye said verbatim everything that Meek Mill wanted to say. Mm. You think Meek Mill would have went into the room and, and addressed a lot of By Meek Mill going through the Kanye process and everything, I right. think a lot of those topics Meek Mill would have touched on. Right. Okay. I think Kanye just kind of had the savviness to get to Trump. And I think because they're both celebrities, Trump will listen to Kanye before he listened to a Meek Mill. It's a different level right. of celebrity. The, the people that Trump are going to listen to are people that kiss his ass. Yeah, so let's, just, that part. let's just be real. That part. And Kanye did a very good job of doing that yep. by hugging his man, telling yep. him that the MAGA hat makes him feel like Superman. Mm -hmm. Even even boasted that, you know, our president should look good because it makes us look good. That's like talking about pastors. They got to have a freaking Cadillac because it makes them look good. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, you back, back doors screwing all of the women, vulnerable women mm -hmm. who will come your way. Like, you don't got to look okay, good. Okay, so let me ask what you. Okay, so let me. So let's. Ashy feet. I'm just saying. So, so let's ask this question <laughs> then. So let's ask this question. Okay. If that's what it takes for black people to be, to get a little bit ahead in society, no. No. is it worth it? What, no. Is, if, if, if kissing ass? No. Not even kissing. I, okay. No. Well, and I'm being devil's advocate because I don't agree with it, but I'm just being devil's advocate. Like, the, like you said, the preachers, they always yeah. say, if the preacher don't look good, the church don't look good, right? Okay. But the church get the second highest dollar amount of the black money besides hair care products. But, but if, but, and that's been going on for centuries. But if the pastor is messing with all the women and all that, it's but then not he has bad leadership skills. So he looked good, but in essence, is he good? Like the devil comes in his beautiful blue dress and he looks awesome. Yeah, but and Abraham Lincoln, and all of that. Abe Lincoln freed but the slaves. It wasn't because he liked black people. It was because of money look factor. Good. He had an ashy beard. I'm just saying. You're talking about people looking good, and this is basically material. He introduced a jet to Trump, saying this is what you should be flying in as a president. Right. Like if you don't look good, now if he would have said if you don't look good, we don't look good, and said we need to support our president, and here are some of the policies that this president is trying to do, and we need to get behind him, and those policies I agree with, I would have said, hey, 
You on to something. But it was all material. Like, you talking about him flying in a jet and him looking good. It wasn't all feed, material. Feed he greed. did bring some items. But, but yes, his dumb ass you, did bring you, the You jet. feed the greed. You get, you get more flowers with honey than vinegar. If that's what it takes Trump to get him proactive and moving. I think it's an insult to us as black people. It is. It, it is it, that's, insult. that's the And I'm the sick key. of people insulting our intelligence when black women hold the most degrees out of any race in the United States of America. We are the most educated. We don't get credit for that. But, but if black women hold the most try to dummy us down but black women got the most degrees why do we have a a, 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 a unemployment rate is higher as, as, as opposed to other races why are we still in these certain things if we have high deg- if black women have high because we're still dealing with discrimination in the united states of america we just had people so, on from the lgbtq community so is it even highly discriminated against true but they still deal with racism as being black people so is it even so is it even an accolade so is it even an accolade to acknowledge that black women have the uh, percentage wise have the highest amount of degrees because sorry, it's not, is, is it even worth using that as a bullet point or as a plus bullet point, like a, as a plus that? Oh, I'm never gonna downplay. Right, right, we're it never is gonna, a plus right. bullet point. And people need to know and understand that because right. we are so, people give us this stigma. They wanna, you know, call us stuff. Give us labels. They wanna give us labels, say, you know, they wanna call us black on black crimers. They wanna call us angry black women. True. But in reality, we are much, we are not that. And we are much, much more. Okay. And on the positive aspect of that, we're not shining on that. Nobody and, is bringing light to that. Right, right. And black women are the backbone. And speaking of which, True let's indeed. go to our next thing, Candace Owens. Ooh, I'm glad you brought her up. Hmm. Because last hmm. week, I didn't really know a whole bunch about her. Okay. I literally, that's why I kind of was like really kind of yeah. just listening right. when you were talking about her because right. I felt like I wasn't educated enough to, to even talk to you about it. Okay. But I did a little homework. Okay. I watched the hour, hour, hour and 15 <laughs> minutes of the hour and a half interview of her. What's your take on her? Okay. <laughs> My take on Candace Owens, I, I, I saw her, uh, just the one interview mm-hmm. on YouTube, uh, Candace Owens' journey from, uh, from left to the right, mm-hmm. something like that. And... Uh, her views okay i feel like she's jumped she has jumped from thing to thing to thing to thing to finally she found something that gave her her fame she originally started out with um a a, a website or a blog the whole uh, degree180.com where she was all the way on the left mm-hmm. and she was uh talking about Trump, criticizing him, talking about his penis size, all of that. Mm-hmm. She got her little, you know, whatever. Um, she suffered the backlash from the from the left. She, she did suffer, and then immediately overnight, switched over. now I'm to the right. My thing is, how are you gonna immediately overnight switch all the way to the right, and you don't really know what the right is yet? She's still learning what this right is all and about. And she has all me. these damn comments on stuff, mm-hmm. which is fine, but they're taking her, they basically are grooming they're her, using her how they want her child. to be. Mm-hmm. Cause she don't know nothing about that beast. She don't know nothing about the, the right beast. I don't know who's grooming her. I think that she's just, just she's pulling out her ass. And she's grooming Kanye. Yes, she is, but here's the thing. She's a fan of Kanye. Did you check that out? I caught that. She didn't even know him when that interview was done. And I want to say that was really just, yes as a black woman at her no, age. No, 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 oh, no him oh. personally. Oh, okay, 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 okay. No him personally. Right. And then once he came out, I think that was in was it March? Yeah. Uh, of of this year, mm. where Kanye came out and said, "Oh, I love the way 
Candace Owens thinks. Yeah. Then that's when they kind of got together and then now they're Beyonce both say just saying shit out the side of their neck. But I'm just saying, I, she, she thinks that uh, Black Lives Matter uh, are just like whiny toddlers. Uh, she thinks that black most black people come from a victim um, slash welfare mentality. Um, she thinks that the Democratic Party is like a plantation. Um, she thinks that the left wants black people to depend on government. She thinks that blacks are brainwashed to vote Democrat, mm -hmm. which I kind of agree with her on that. Um, and she thinks that police violence against black people is not about racism. Is it classism? If she it's not racism, then what is it? She said it's not racism. She, she, she said, said okay, it's a trivial matter to African-Americans. racism? Uh, police violence against black people is not about racism. And this is why I really don't want to give her too uh. much time because she's a non-living effing <laughs> factor. Because obviously, I don't know what cloth she's cut from, but I'm, I'm not even trying to entertain people like her. She said so many things that were offensive to me. She said that blacks don't know their own history. She said that we were not kings and queens in Africa. I caught that. I'm like, she like just that. went on a plate to a place where I was just so offended. I mean, currently there are kings and queens in Africa. Bitch, do you do your motherfucking, did I do that research? That's how I feel about her. Damn, I know? wasn't ready. $5. Okay. I was not ready. You almost made me spit my water out. That's how I wow. feel about her. For those who yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah, Forgive it's about me damn time. If you got, you know, minors or uh, juveniles, as my uncle says. Minors are people who are under 21 and juveniles are under 18. Forgive me, you know, for cussing. But that's how I feel about her. You know, she said a lot of things. She said a lot of things. And we got somebody behind the scenes that want to chime in, and I'm happy to have them. Jerome, what you got to say, bro? Hell. No, I just wanted to say, um, kind of to, to back what Trish was saying about she don't really even know what the right is. Um, she did an interview on Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah. And he asked her about global warming. And yeah. she said she didn't believe in right. global warming. And he was like, what? And he's, when he really pressed her on it, then she said she hadn't really looked in. Exactly. Like, exactly. Shut but then he was like, he was like, so why are you taking that side of it just because? Are you just taking that side of it because that's what they that's, that's what, what they they say? Spoon feeding her. Yeah, and she didn't really she didn't have any research any kind of nothing. She just that's the that's what they say. So but, that's what she was going. But isn't that what a lot of black people do with the Democratic side? We really don't know the Not true history of the people, Democratic side. Uh -huh. As far as going Democratic, to a certain degree. To a certain degree. I think to a certain degree. I, I know a lot of people that just go down the line yeah. and they just vote Democrat, 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 Democrat. Yeah. They don't even know the person. So what makes just voted. them wrong any more different than what she's wrong? Because, because she has a bigger she's platform. she's disseminating information to the masses. Right. These are people who go in deaf, dumb, and blind and just want to be a part of the political system. God bless anybody who votes, whether you're ignorant to the facts or not. God bless you for actually exercising your right to vote. Because not, you know, this is a cliche, I guess, nowadays, to say that people die for your right to vote. But voting is super important because the people who are in place decide who goes to jail who doesn't who gets to have an abortion and who doesn't who gets to whatever just think of something whoever gets to do what gets to do what 
So God bless those people. But when we start talking about people who get up, don't know what the F they talking about, right. but they want to get into a public arena and talk about things they don't know what they're talking about. And they have the support of people who just want their agenda pushed. They love it. That's why Trump loves Kanye. He know Kanye don't know what the hell he's talking about. He throw in some fun facts for us. He throw in some, some fodder for us to eat off of. You know what I'm saying? He throw in some fodder for the president to eat off of. But he's really just entertainment to the media. But you he has so many followers to the point that people will not read. It's a lot of us. Our children is people that's coming up under us that do not read and take Kanye's word as law and they go ahead and disseminate this information. That's the problem I have with Candace versus a person who goes to the voting polls with their heart involved. Their heart is, I just want to make sure that those racist people, because they look at the Republican Party, which is not 100% true, but I'm just saying, they look at it like the majority of the Republican Party is racist. So I'm just fighting for people who are, I think, support what I believe in at this point. Because at some point, the black American was majority Republican. Let's not forget that. But the, the demographic, the, right. you know, the dynamics of the parties change right. when the, the racist people floated from one party to the next. And that's what happened. So we kind of like float against people who hate us. Which people, which which party did the racist people float from? Because I kind of think the racist people kind of settled in the Democratic Party and manipulated us to just automatically go on Democratic. Because the Democratic Party was initially for the poor whites in the South. Because they couldn't get those jobs because once they freed the slaves, they didn't have the skills to get the jobs that the slaves was kind of taking. And they had a fear. So I think it's a manipulation that they pull in the wolves over our head to make us automatically think that they're on our side. And I think they're playing us. Well, they did. And if you listen to some of the other shows that I played where I talked about. Uh, right. Where they, we it was the New Deal that made us all go during the whole civil they, rights they era and everything. We switched up. To sway us. Right. So I do think it's very important that we educate ourselves. Right. And, and I, listen, I'm listen, I came into In Your Ear Radio to talk about things that matter to me. Correct. Mainly dealing with social justice and injustices done to sure. our people as a human race. And everything that I thought was an issue was all tied into politics. So that's how we came to talk about politics. I'm nowhere near an expert when it comes to politics. Right. But I've had to, in some ways, indulge and learn a little bit right. to be able Our to president is not an expert neither. Nowhere And he wound near. up being president. Nowhere Correct. near. Yeah, I got a little bit more right. knowledge than y'all president. Right. Damn. <laughs> he is our president. Y'all's president. So, so then it got me wondering, why don't we have our own, why haven't we built up our own political party where we don't have to go Democratic or Republican? We have. We, we put our own black we candidate. Have we have the Green Party, the Independents. How, how is that working out for us? Are they us? But how is it working out for us? In the voting arena. I mean, we can learn from their mistakes and build we're still, out. We're still and we have that influential to power, too. Vote for. To me, politics is such a game. We should not have to be limited by, okay, if I choose a certain party, I can only vote for this person. When I, and you know, we talk right. about this again and again, is that when I, because I'm an independent, I couldn't vote for a governor, Democratic or Republican. I couldn't vote to, to push another man or woman through to, you know, our general election because I was independent. And in the independent arena, it was wasn't enough votes to push whoever that person may have been that but, I may have had interest But historically and so psychologically, we move tribal, whether it be man, all men, all black people, all this tribe or that tribe. We yeah. move in groups. So we have a lot of group think ties that kind of holds us together as a group. And I yeah. think with politics, it's Democrat or Republican. And granted, even some experts, Candace might go right side. Sometimes she's like, I don't agree with all some things the right say. She goes with the most of them that they agree with. So it's like she kind of goes with the party that agrees with the majority of her views. 
And what are her So views? then we she write her off like, yo, are. we ain't messing with her. We're talking about Candace Owens. It's the same, it's the same with Demi. Who's Demi-, a non-freaking factor, but we're talking about her because she kind of like We was talking about her because I said with it because we was talking about black women being educated and having high degrees. And she what's, said she had, her, she got her degree in journalism at Rhode Island. Journalism. She's in, she's in, she's, she's not a journalist. She's not using, I mean. Political science. I think she's a different beast of the demo that they're, they're grooming. I think she's a disease. True. I Damn. Think she's a disease. You don't like her at all. It's huh? not about liking. This is not an emotional thing. It, you how do you like emotional? Her? I don't know her to like her or not. It's not about liking her. It's really not about liking her. I don't know I her. I don't think you it's like her. It's not emotional. It's about, if you ask me if I like what her point of view, right. then no. Right. But I don't know her to say what I like her or not. She might be the finest person. I think she's to different. To one oak and turn up. You know what I'm saying? I'm right. not saying I don't like her. I don't like what she's doing. Okay? I'm not going to judge like, her. Do you like your president? Hell to the, I don't like what he's doing either. <laughs> now, let me tell you, because me and my sweetie get into this. Because before he became president, I was the popcorn girl when it came to Apprentice. I loved it. I liked him as you wanted him. You want Trump to stay in his lane. I like when he was like, "You're fired." (laughs) Right. But that was a character on a reality show. Now, when you said, "Would you like for this man to be your president?" The answer is no. I would not like for him to be my president. So again, do I like him? I don't like what he's pushing. And the more I learn about him personally, I don't like him Mm -hmm. personally. With Candace, I don't know enough about her personally. But Mm -hmm. the agenda she's pushing. I do not like. Yeah. No me gusta. I no get me that. Gusta. No, I get it. I, I, I think that she's not educated enough to um, to do what she's doing. I think that her platform got way too big, way too fast. And yeah. I think she was really caught off guard by it. And I think that the people saw it and was like, yes, yeah. we got somebody. She, she, she's, and they all think she's beautiful. She's beautiful. Um, she's got mm. this following. Let's get her on the board. Beauty is skin and let's do it. Trust and believe. Okay, so would you put on the same category as Amarosa? Oh, Amarosa no, is Amarosa way more is... skilled and and knowledgeable and manipulative. Amarosa's Amarosa Amarosa's cold reads. with it. Amarosa's... She aspires to be Amarosa. Yes. Trust. I agree with you, Miss Trish, on that. Candace also said that have don't know why they're on their knee. We referring to Colin Kaepernick. Really. I caught that. I didn't like that. Why they're on? They don't know why they're on their knee. I didn't like that. You don't that. know. You just go ahead and and bring out some random statistics. No factual data. You just say they don't know why they're on their knee. Who are you talking about? They when do you know. Say have. have they know. What? Where are you getting your stats from? Yeah. Anyone who supports Colin Kaepernick understands they know exactly. why he's kneeling. Yeah. Those who don't support him, I'm going to go ahead and say that they don't understand mm-hmm. why he's kneeling. Okay. So. Uh, they know. Well, you know the they white, know. They the, just don't care. Y'all know That's these white women is. is trying to kneel now, right? Really? They need to kneel. for what? During the national anthem, they're gonna kneel. Okay. Because when Kavanaugh this, was voted in. And you know what's crazy? Every time we get in the forefront of doing something with the civil rights, they, hijack they the always shit. hijack it and they yeah. take it and run with it. And we're always like the yeah. first ones or the test Man. dummies That's to fight. And we, let me see yeah, somebody I kneeling. Hate that. Let me see a white lady kneeling about I that. I hate you that. You care about somebody kneeling? So now they're trying to take the narrative up and twist it. I told you. Yeah, man. should have just sat down. Kneeling because uh, 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 Kavanaugh got voted in. Yep. Part of me like, yep. yo, don't even kneel, dude, because that's a sound. Do of, something else. That's a physical sound of submission. You submitting because you kneeling, dude. Just sit down. Do you sat down. Else. You sat down. Help me understand what you're saying. Okay. Yep. 
You're saying that if a white woman is saying, a, I do not agree with the injustices done to unarmed black men. No, and women, no, that's she's not kneeling because old boy got off. No, 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 no. That's what kneeling is all about. That's what it initially Let is. They're about to try to take this and twist the narrative like of the whole meaning Because that okay. was that a black yeah. woman created that anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They take everything. I can't have shit. Where my sweater at? We all owe money. Hell, we own one today. God, can we have something? No, they want to right. kneel during the national anthem. Okay. For what? For something different? Yes. Because Kavanaugh was voted in. And 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 they're um But why they mad? Clarence for, Thomas got voted in for the same crap, didn't he? Who? Clarence Thomas. Didn't he get a sexual harassment? Yeah, that was a black lady that it affected. <laughs> what? You right. <laughs> Didn't give a damn about that. So Candace also said the Democrats platform is anti-American. Right. Do you guys agree? If you're on Facebook Live or YouTube Live, do you agree that the Democrats platform is anti-American? I don't think. Like, where uh, is this stuff coming from? You just pull stuff out of your vajayjay. Now I'm gonna say this, and I might get some flack for this. And it gets real fishy. I'm just saying. It gets fishy. You're right. And I, I, I don't like to hold down to a political party. I do think the the whole sense of victimology is kind of more on the Democratic side than the Republican side. Like this whole feeling of I'm a victim or I've been, which is true. And I need an example of a victimology for a Democrat. I'm nonpartisan, but I just need to understand why Democrats are catching so much heat. I agree with small things that Candace says, not everything, but mm-hmm. because I don't disagree with her 100 percent. If I agree with her just a little bit or I agree with Kanye just a little bit, then I it's all or nothing. There yeah. is no some things I agree with, some things I disagree with. With the really? Democratic side, I kind of get the feeling like, oh, if you agree with the right just a little bit, oh, they're going to write you off completely. So it's an all or nothing. And then it becomes like a kind of a bullying thing. And I don't it think, even I goes on the, the Republican side, too. Up, the things that they speak out about is what gets them, they catch the heat about. When you have someone like Kanye coming out saying that, um, you know, the Make America Great Again hat, you know, give, gives him superpowers, you know that he hasn't done his history. It, for it, it, gives, them, it gives them racist white people United superpowers, States, too. The it, that same feeling. means nothing. We you are still a, fighting give them for some freedom, courage, that's for sure. justice, and equality. So how can America be great again? Are you going back to when the Native that's, Americans But I were think here? that's why he said he dismiss. He never that. So you going that right. far back? Because we're, we're um, the, the Trump Trump administration is, is as where when women stayed home, when they couldn't get credit, you know, my grandmother couldn't get credit. It was a time where my grandmother, you know, had to rely on my grandfather to get a home ownership, to get credit approval, um, you know, things of that nature. So there were, you know, there was a, there, America's evolving. When has it been great? For all people, like you can't just come out and say "Make America Great" because then it sounds real chauvinist, sexist, and racist. I'm sorry, but ain't that what this country was built off of, though? That's how we even fled England or the Pilgrims fled. It doesn't. It don't make it right, right? It don't make it right or wrong. But I think that's the culture of this country. It's kind of weird because that same had given them racist white people courage. So why does it give a white man courage, but it can't give Kanye the I'm same so type of confused as to what we're talking about right now? Okay, well, what are we talking about? <laughs> we talking about this fucking hat? Yeah. What we're about talking- the hat? We we drifted on the hat. Well, 
because it gave him a false, it give, it give him a false sense of confidence. A, a freaking hat. Forget all the accolades okay. and everything. I agree it, that it gives, it gives him a false, people a false sense of confidence. But it's, it be little BS that gives everybody a certain level of false sense of confidence. Whether it be a person getting a new high-end car, whether it, it, you know, all this stuff is tangible. So confidence comes within itself. So whether it be a hat, a new car, a Benz, or whatever, it's your confidence is built off an of item. If it's that, you really ain't got confidence from the get-go. Right. Because that item could be taken away and your confidence right. go along with it. Right. So if his hat is this hat is giving him confidence, forget his career, what he did, if that's giving him confidence, and take the hat away, then his confidence is gone. Which I don't think he had confidence from the get-go. I, I don't think he does. He's very easily swayed. I just want to encourage right. people to do the knowledge on what the slogan, Make America Great Again, means. Right. Who has said that in the history of that slogan? And then follow up. Because I think that's what we need to do to, for those who don't understand how offensive it is to say something like that. It definitely you know, is a Ku Klux Klan. So if we drop the again, Hitler would it make it? Types. We have so the we first his lady again? going into Africa with her colonialism outfits. Yeah. And she thinks, don't judge me by what I wear. Yeah. Judge me by what I say. But here I go again. Dog, cat, what, what is it? Don't judge Female me. Female dog. Female don't. dog. Don't be wearing no colonialism colonizing outfit. In she Africa. already she already wore the jacket that said I don't really care. Right. I mean, like she telling you, she telling us. And here's the thing: we talked about this before the show started. How America is so dumb. She don't care right? that her husband we would have been so messing around dumb. on her either. Like, we let people get away with stuff, but people who read and do the knowledge. They look at that when they see you with your white hat and they see you with your colonialism outfit, they know the history of what you're wearing and they're offended by it. And you don't understand that because you're so dumb. Either that, and that brings She's you back not to Conway. She's not dumb. I'm, it's a segue back to Conway, but it, either you're dumb or you're really spitting in our faces and saying, that's this is what how she's I feel doing. about you people. That. Now, I don't know for sure. What does she wear to say? I know for sure. In Africa. She, she got this interview coming up. I don't know okay. if it's aired yet. Let me ask you this then. What's the difference between her wearing that in Africa and Tris wearing that shirt at work? Being unapologetically black? Yeah, what's the difference? Here's the thing. Because I'm owning it. She's not owning the fact that she's unapologetically racist. And you have to remember But how she can she be racist if she's from another country? Woman. Well, never there mind. There is that, no yeah, black privilege here in the United States of America. Black. We had to come up with things to bring pride to us. Just like we had the guests on who celebrated the pride of the gay community. Right. Because there's nothing that celebrates them, right? right. In the black community, we could have licked our index finger and flipped through the dictionary and looked up black and it would say dark, ugly, demon, devil, bad, evil. Right. Lick our index finger again and go to the white, beautiful, holy, not mixed, diluted, or tampered with, pure. All of that. Right. So we have been conditioned to look at ourselves in a negative way. So here, being implanted in the United States of America, we had to find a way to uplift ourselves because what happens when we think the worst of ourselves, the crime rate goes up, mm -hmm. we try to imitate people who are not us, True. all of the negative things mm -hmm. you can think of instead True. of celebrating ourselves. Mm -hmm. That's why you have Black Girls Rock. That's mm -hmm. why you have Black History Month. Things associated with Black because Black was not recognized here. Even in freaking movies, they would not even hire a Black man to be a Black man. They would just paint a white man's face Black. They did that for the Native Americans. They made white women look like the Native American women. True. Like, so that's why we are, you know, there is a black thing where you can say unapologetically black. Like, I'm not afraid of that. Right, right. Who's the woman who did the blue eye, black eye, blue eye, brown eye? Uh, that was uh, Jane Elliott. Yeah. She, Jane Elliott did an interview where she was the masses of white people, excuse me, and she asked a question to them. Mm -hmm. 
How many of you would like to be treated? This is a room full of white people. Right. How many of you would like to be treated how the black man and woman is being treated and here in America? No, and in nobody America? Spoke. Not one. Stand not up. One. Not now. And but then she said, then she said, wait. Stood up. Then she said, hold on. Maybe y'all didn't understand the question. Right. And she repeated it. She reiterated it. And so she wanted stood them up. to understand and yep. realize and know that. And then they didn't stand up again. Yep. Then she said, now you guys know yep. that there's a problem and you're not doing anything about it. Yep. Right. So she That's asked true. a question. Jane Elliott asked a question to a room full of white men and women. Would you like to be treated the way the black man and woman is being treated here in the United States of America? And none of these people stood up. So that lets you further know, shout out to Steve Harvey, that they, were they understand <laughs> that there is a problem. That there is discrimination, that we are not being treated in a level Fairly, at the yeah. level that they would want to be treated mm-hmm. at. And they didn't stand up. I don't know. If you ask me did I want do I want to be a Native American, I don't know if I would stand up neither. Even if you ask me if I want to be a white, I know damn well I ain't standing up. Because, because I'm black. I'm black and I'm black and I'm black and, and I'm black and I'm be... black. And I wouldn't want to be nobody else but black. But so she said, yeah, I, I, they could be taking it, they don't want to be nothing ticked. else but that was white. The question. She I didn't say, do you want right. to be black? Stand up if you want to be black. Stand she up said, if you want to be Native American. Treat it. She treat said it. treat it the way the black man and woman. Do you want to be treated like a white woman? You call the cops anytime you feel uncomfortable around. Yeah. Jerome do you want to be treated like a white woman? Do I want to be treated like a white woman? Yeah. You can call the cops when you see me walk by you in the convenience store and lie and say that I broke you. No, 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 no. That type white. That's white privilege. That's acting like that. You're okay. Listen, you're saying treated like a white woman. So let's let's see how America treats white women in America. And they got it too good right now. White. They taking knees now. I don't know what's going on. White women are treated as if they are superior. That's how white women are treated in so? America. We just I mean, had a white we just had a white woman lose an election to a man that got no political background at all. And 53% of white women voted for Trump over Hillary. That's they voted they, against their own interests. They I, voted against a coochie grabbing man who admitted that he grabbed coochie, where he was actually he being convicted, being on trial for a thirteen year old who said she was raped by him. Like he got so much, so many molestation charges and rape charges and sexual assault charges against him. Jerome, what you got to say about this? I just want to say there was a <laughs> <laughs> there was a um, there's a guy named Kev on stage, y'all know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know Kev on stage, yeah. Yeah, so he was breaking down that he had there, there was this video, uh-huh. this white guy in the airport, uh-huh. and he's getting uh he's a you know bigger white guy, he's getting arrested basically yeah. by these uh four cops. And he's telling them, you guys are not going to touch me. You're not going to. Oh, I see that. And you treat me like stuff. a black man. And then when that. they yeah. took him to the ground, he's yeah. like, you treat, you treat me like, like a, a black. black guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was that yeah. a movie? No, no that, that was real. real. That was, yeah. I didn't look like real Pharaoh. He no, no, did look like Will Pharaoh. But it wasn't Will Pharaoh. But it wasn't Will oh, That wow. was a real life incident. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Listen, if you're watching Facebook Live or YouTube Live, feel free to chime in on the conversation. Again, on In Your Ear Radio, we talk about things that a lot of y'all just talk about behind closed doors because it's therapeutic. We need to talk about these things. Yeah, we really do. We need to clear the air and get an understanding right. you know from a perspective of us black people you know white people are, are welcome to come on the show please please I, I need a Trump supporter to come on this show come, I got a black homie come, he a Trump supporter I'm trying to us. get him on the show but he come like yo man I gotta on. wear a ski mask and some both stuff why we might not jump him he don't trust that he don't trust it I'm gonna reach out to him again I would never ever be violent towards a Trump supporter unless they was violent towards me but I got questions okay 
Well, we do have right. questions. We want to know your perspective. If he violent against and, and me, I, and I listen to all aspects because yeah. I, I, much as I, I love my I democratic people, yeah. I try to like listen to the enemy. Why y'all think like that? Yeah. I want to know. Majority of that I don't agree with. Some of that stuff I might could see, but it ain't enough to where I'd be like, I'm going Republican. I can't do and it. And that's what Candace did. She jumped. She just jumped shit because she, she got butt jumped hurt. jumped in without right. education. Because she was butt hurt. She got butt hurt. Yeah, I do see the switch. Her education. great deal was her getting butt hurt. You have hurt. to think about it. The majority of them, now, the ones that you really got to watch out for are the ones who do have education and who do understand what's at stake. And their main goal, these are people who call themselves white nationalists or white supremacists or, or part of um, these uh, hate groups, these organizations. I'm yeah, not even going to say the KKK exactly because even there's a lot of ignorant people within those organizations. But then white nationalists, they do the knowledge. And their main concern is this is why they fight against abortion and birth control and things of that nature is because they're scared of losing the white race. That is their one and only concern. Mm-hmm. It's not about humanity to them. It's, it's about, about their freaking their, whiteness yeah. that came from blackness.com. Did I ask y'all this question? Do the history on that. It's, we two years in with Trump in office. We got two more years to go. Who's the next candidate for the Democratic Party? You did ask have that we, Have we figured out a person yet? Because two years come by real fast. Yeah. You and you mess question. around and he might have get reelected. But if, you, but if you think about it, President Barack Obama came at the last did he come at the hour. last minute? But he was yeah. he was a senator. He was, he was a senator. He was in the limelight. He was kind of yeah. grooming himself. We, we don't know if Cory Booker. If we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> Cory Booker. I don't think they're going to announce that at all right now because it's too early. I don't I know think, why it's too for, early though. Yeah, well, I yeah, think why? that it's too early because I think that the Republican Party will have time to get their ammunition ready. We gotta get them when they not ready. That's just like I was saying. I think all black people should register as independent. And then watch them dates and see who's yeah, talking about it, what. Flip it before. And then, then uh, you know, register yeah. as Democrat or Republican, depending on who got yeah. your best interest at yeah. hand. That's I what I'm saying. They, right. they not. That's like playing hide and go seek, and they not done counting to ten. Yeah. But see, and you like, hey, I'm right here. No, why, I don't. I, that's uh-uh. why I kind of think we need our own political party because even with the white women near, they follow Ali. Once we make a movement and make a stand, everybody follows us. We set the trends. Yeah. So I think if we had a political party, this is our guy. We're going. Yeah. We're putting our money here. We're following. I think everybody's gonna follow. Because everybody's tired of that Republican-Democrat dynamic. That's why Trump got in office. He was a different breed. He just had to pick a party Listen, to get in. He Candace, had his own money. He, he broke Can- the little, he drained the swamp, so to speak. Even Candace said that she liked Trump. She supported him because he spoke his mind. And I've heard another black woman say that. And that's just not enough of me for a person to speak their mind. He was, like, that's why you like him. They didn't control him with money. Mind. He had his, his own mind money. His changes while he's talking, first of all. He, yeah. Mid-sentence. you Mid-sentence. Right. <laughs> so, like, what are you saying? Right, like, we're dangerous times. You could be ill-informed and be president. I so just need people who are no well read to speak on the issue. You don't have to agree with me. I'm not going to call you a coon because you don't agree with my perspective because you could be saying some stuff that can influence me. I don't think I got all the answers, but come with some knowledge, come with some facts, something that supports what you're saying so that I can do the knowledge and and see if this so is something that do I a person get slandered when they say they don't know if you ask like a real a honed in question and they really don't know like I, I really don't know I think it's respectful to say you don't know but at the same time if you're not well read you should not be with your mega with your bullhorn right. talking you should sit fall back fall back I'm just saying fall back let the people who do the knowledge speak 
and do your knowledge because I feel the same way. I, I can in no way think that I know everything, but I'm not going to speak on things that I really don't know about because I think it's an injustice and a disservice to those who are listening to, to, to talk about things that I don't really know about and mislead them because who's to say, how, what percentage of people who listen to In Your Ear Radio actually read? Maybe they're dependent on us to give them the knowledge and I take pride in that. I take a real... Fu- Real ill responsibility. Somebody was in that cut. And being able to give the facts. You can make up your own mind. I'm not here to make up your mind, but I'm here to give you the facts and then you figure out what you're gonna do with it. So I don't never wanna mislead anybody. But when you have people who come on these platforms and say they think this, that, and a third, but have nothing to back it up, that's where it becomes wicked. That's when it becomes evil. You know, it's just not, it's not cool. I don't know if it's evil, wicked. It's, it's just evil. ignorant and stupid. But I think we had a, but we're based off of, but based off of social, of social media. And, and that's going straight to hell. Do you know the MGM? You remember the MGM had the lion? Yeah. Y'all remember casino with a lion? Yeah. People walked into the lion's Yeah. Now? Well, that represented death to the Asian community. Mm-hmm. Really? Do you see the yeah. idea? Is, is the I didn't know mouth, that. Yeah, is the lion's mouth still open? It's Dot not com? like that anymore. Yeah, they got rid of it, but I didn't yeah. know that was the reason I got That's rid of the it. Yes! Wow. Shout out to DJ Quick. Yeah. If it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. Yeah. I'm just saying, and that's where I'm coming from when I talk about what I'm talking about. I need, you know, I respect people's point of view. I respect people's thoughts, but it's very important to me to to be able to, to give the facts and to talk about things that are real, not just my opinion, because people can be misled. You got people walking into the lion's den all day. They're not coming back out of there. And I hold a responsibility to that. When I talked about, you know, shouting out Kamala Harris and Cory Booker and all of yeah. the other people who supported the bill where the cashless bond was put into effect, after I did more knowledge to that, I felt like I led my people into the lion's den because now I'm saying, yeah, you know, thinking about Khalif Browder, who didn't have the money to bail out and spend three years in prison and committed suicide after them because of the atrocities that happened to him. What about people who have the money to bail out, but now the judge has a right to say, no, you can, you have to stay. Mm-hmm. So it's a double-edged sword when we start thinking about things. When yeah. we talk about what we're talking about, we have to be responsible. I think all of us should be. Yeah. Hip-hop artists, singers, everybody has a responsibility because we're all listening. But more, pe- more people have more voices, so you have, it's a popularity contest. So if you win the popularity, you can be knowledgeable about it or not knowledgeable about it. If you right, got more people cold listening, it's cold you could get president. That's what's crazy about yeah. this. It's open range. So it's like, it's a popularity contest. Who had the louder voice? But he didn't even have the, the majority of popular votes, just so you know. He, that yeah, you're right. Not, he didn't. He, it he was didn't. that electoral system that we have. So that just lets you know that this system that we have is effed off. But and the system to be and that redone. system been in place for two hundred years and now it got us all looking like how does this work? Because But I, then they constantly Jerry They keep changing it. Yeah. They keep changing the rules. They, they change it and, and they do it to their uh their advantage. To their advantage. But but but, but let's understand that when they do change the system and I'm saying they and I'm saying those in power and that make that are in charge of the rules and the regulations right. and the laws and things like that. But you can best believe it's always uh, a trap door and yes I'm using the same word that Kanye <laughs> used about I, the 13th Amendment 
Um, no, Not it's, that a, tra- child it's a trap door <laughs> to 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 yep. your demise. You know what yep. I mean? Yeah. Like the thirteen. It sounds good. Okay, yeah, we're gonna abolish slavery. But then, no, but abolish then boom, the Thirteenth Amendment, um, which abolished slavery with the butt clause that says that unless you're incarcerated or in prison, then you can be a slave. Right. So, so what we, I'm saying we, is they we changed all, that too. They always have. Well, he came back to say amend, but you well, got to amend the amendment. Yeah. They always have. Uh, a way out so like you just said when 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 um they're getting rid of the cash bond or whatever yeah. but then oh now the judge has a final say they yeah. always it's always a trap and that's what it you know shout out to Nas who did that in affirmative matches mom you know they got the rules they got the game but the rules are missing yeah like the, everything if you look at the laws are always written to exclude to, to, to excuse yeah. the white man yeah and I mean that intentionally, that it is written to, ex, you know, excuse them. From like their it, shortcomings. Yeah, so if, if this is a crime, if this rape. is a crime, this is butts. It's a butt clause yeah, yeah, for the yeah. white man. Yeah. And it's unfortunate. And it even impacts the white woman. Yeah. And she's so fixated on supporting a white man who doesn't even look at her as an equal. Because remember, what when, when did white women get to vote? Was it the 70s or 20s? After, was it after black people? Before white, no, black they got, got to, to vote, vote before us. White women did, Not the 70s. yeah. I think it was the twenties. I'm. I gotta do my facts check on that right one. now. Yeah. But white women didn't even have the right to vote, but they stand behind these white men, and they don't even respect you as a human being. So, why are you so supportive? Then why did 53 percent of white women vote for a man who thought it was okay to touch women in their private areas because they would allow him to do it because he was a celebrity? Because a lot of uh, from the majority of them getting people that didn't vote for Hillary because they didn't feel confident with a woman in office and other countries wouldn't respect that having a woman as a leader. They came up with so many excuses. That I was the leading excuse. Millennials yeah. say, you know, black males say that, oh, she, she, you know, she super coast, predator. And yeah, I, and I that, agree. Like, yeah. yeah, she did call us out. But you're talking about a These man. are our choices. We, yeah. we didn't have no, uh, there was no other high dominant choice out there. It was just really them two. That's why I'm fearful if we don't have a candidate that's strong enough to go against Trump, he might get reelected. We joked and BS about Kanye being president, but hypothetically speaking, if it come down to Kanye and Candace and Trump and Pence, Candace, Trump and Prince. Well, these are our choices. This is what I'm left to choose from. And you we got to vote because we talk about liars. voting nothing. Right. So it's like, yo, we got to make sure we don't get pigeonholed until these are our two choices. They're the worst choices ever. Well, you know it ain't going to be Candace and Kanye. I don't know, man. Three Six Mafia got Oscars. Trump president, <laughs> Lil Duval got number one song on the radio. Hey, it's open season you for got a good point. anything. Hey, I don't put <laughs> nothing it, it past nothing no more. It's weird. It's bizarre these days. <laughs> you got a good damn point. Just for clarification, y'all know it bothers me when I when I don't know the numbers. But white women got the right to vote August 18, 1920. 20, and then okay. black people, 1965. Yeah, 65, 1920. You know. And 65? Yeah. Yo, your parents was born. They was here. Yeah, that so we got why, the right to vote, did, or we got the right to vote. Did they, they didn't f with us going to the right polls to vote because vote. white oh. men did not respect the white woman's opinion. That's why we have the electoral college because they still don't respect anybody else's opinion but theirs. I mean, that's the reality of it. We saw that with the Supreme Court justice. Um, uh, what was it? Inauguration? Is that, is that the right term? So. <laughs> oh yeah, the inauguration. Was that uh, an inauguration? Yeah. Yes. Uh, for who? Well, a nomination, whatever it was, for Kavanaugh. Yeah. Um, no, we saw they don't respect the white woman more than they respect the white man. That is a reality that we live in. And people need to, to really marinate on that. What that means to you that the white man does not think anybody's greater than them. Like they don't put anybody on the same playing field as them. Like they write laws 
to protect themselves. Right. That's why, why do you, you think that is? Do you think that if it was a level playing field that they wouldn't win? Yes. They would freaking okay. lose. I 100% agree that. that. And they I don't say too many racist stuff like that, but if it's even playing field with everybody, I think they know that they, they would, would win. Who you think would be in the forefront? Us. Who? Us who? Black like people. Black women what? Honestly, yes. if we... Honestly, and I hate to be sexist, if it came down to it and we, a black man as a whole, for the most part, majority of us, we got rid of the whole, the, I hate to use the N word, but the, the aspect yeah. of everything, <laughs> I think it'd be black men. Okay. Yes, I think we'd be the leaders. I and I think the black woman would be right there with us. Yeah, I agree. I definitely support that. I know another thing that you posted uh, or, or shared with me on Facebook Live is there was a photo op done. It had everybody from Nicki Minaj. I, I don't know if Nicki was in it, but it was uh, Alicia Keys, Wale, J. Cole. Common, Timberland, Chris, Swiss Common, Beats. Timberland, all of these people. Picture with and Obama. the caption was, you know, they took a photo op with Obama in the White House. And they, the caption was, they took a picture with Obama in the White House and they didn't ask him for nothing. Which, again, is false. It's not true. What they ask him for? Like... Okay, so the, the whole purpose of them going there, um, so singer Alicia Keys had lobbied Congress to pass a criminal justice reform legislation. And while Chance the Rapper, he led the anti-violence campaign mm. in the president's hometown in Chicago. Many other guests, including Common, like we said, J. Cole and Wale, and you know, encouraged and supported them through this programming. So they were in his house to support things like the criminal justice system and also legislation um, for anti-violence uh, anti campaign. So that's why they were there. So here's another thing. Facebook really, like I said, people don't really do the knowledge. They just think if somebody posts something Can we on say Facebook. Do the research? They don't do the freaking research. Okay. And do our research go past a Google search? Because it seems like all our stuff is getting transferred to online, online, online. Yeah, Everything we definitely need to look at We get rid of books. It's like books is library. phasing out. The library. So if they shut down the internet, what we got? The library has so many books. And the library has bona fide facts, which I, I mean, the internet does too, but it's like you can't, it's harder to change it. And I'm, I'm really scared for that. Like we're relying on the internet so much to where they could just alter the internet or just change off stuff but and change the facts. Who are Agreed. Yeah. These are people who are countering what's happening. Um, with the photo ops that's happening with Trump. So, and mind you, we don't know who these people are. We have evidence and proof through our investigations from, you know, our, our uh, investigator, what is it, the FBI or whatever, mm. um, who are saying that the Russians did collude, meaning that they did infiltrate mm. our Facebook, our mm -hmm. social medias to, to, to put the information out there how right. bad voting is. Voting right. does not matter. You have people on radio shows calling in saying your vote don't count. Mm. Disseminating information on Facebook and all social media outlets saying how your vote doesn't count. And information like this saying that our black people, entertainers, did photo ops with Barack Obama and didn't ask for anything. And then you have people without doing the knowledge regurgitating this, not knowing the fact that these people were in that White House for a supreme purpose. And the purpose is written. This was August of 26, April of 2016, forgive me. Um, and a lot of people have done photo ops with Barack Obama, George Clooney, Jennifer Hudson. Um, but these people were not just there. I mean, besides for his birthday, I did see a lot of photo ops with birthdays, but I mean, that's, you know, a normal thing. We're going to talk about birthdays too. Um, but George Clooney, um, he met with him in 2010 to discuss the uh, ways the U.S. could help prevent violence in Sudan ahead of the African country um decisive 2011 election. Mm -hmm. A lot of these photo ops that President Barack Obama did, mm -hmm. um, did the I didn't see it, but President Barack Obama did with um, celebrities per se, mm -hmm. was 
for a purpose. If mm-hmm. it was campaign, mm-hmm. which is very important because if you want Barack Obama to to maintain his, his seat in office, mm-hmm. then yes, you cope, you campaign, you do photo ops so people can see that this is who I support and people who support you will probably support him. You know, you had J-Lo, um, you had Alicia Keys again who did the AIDS awareness think program. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so these people who did photo ops with our president did do things. And when you see postings like that, oh, a lot of people, black people did postings with Barack Obama. But what did they ask for? Do the knowledge. Don't let these hateful people just tell you stuff. Because a lot of people are coming from an angry place. They're coming from a place of supporting the other side for whatever reason. They may not have any political interest. They're getting paid to do it. They're getting paid to support the other side because they don't want you to vote to to. to for your interests. They prior, want you to vote against your interests. Did we know about what they asked Barack Obama prior to Kanye meeting up with Trump? Because all of we this did. is new to I me. I remember seeing this information. I remember Alicia Keys meeting. I remember this photo op. When I first saw it, I was like, hmm, what was this? And I couldn't, you know, because my memory is not all that great. But then I said, I do. When I started reading articles, I said, oh, I remember this now. I remember how they came together because Alicia Keys was trying to get, you know, her thing going with the AIDS awareness, especially in Africa. And then the majority of these people who came together in support of, you know, the criminal justice system. And a lot of changes came about after then. That's what a lot of people don't know. So y'all cannot rely on social media. Do the freaking knowledge. I'm just saying, do the knowledge because people will mislead you they will they will walk you into the lion's den and once you in there your ass is dead so when Barack got asked all those things we don't know if they got done or not because really if he don't look good we don't look good when Barack got asked what things those things that all those entertainers visit him when they brought all those issues to the Mm -hmm. table I got to do a the research to figure out. With, with Obama, those a lot of things got done. With Barack Obama, a lot of people were released from prison um, after, you know, for nonviolent crimes. He right. did implement he did. laws he did. that allowed people right. to come home that were right. nonviolent offenders. So a lot of things were implemented. So people did go to him and ask for certain things, and he did work on them. And he asked the right. community. He, he, asked, he did his part. He did what he could do. I'm not saying he couldn't do more. I'm not even going to judge that. So what you're saying, when Obama looks good, we look good. So I can't even speak up on that. You know, what did I do to push this man to do more? How did I do? What did I do besides vote him into office? Nothing else besides voting for him. So who am I to judge him? And who are those who didn't ask him to do more? You ask him, that's just like, I don't know. It's just like me. You can't just, okay, as a mom, like, okay, I'm going to do what I think it is standardly as a mother. But as a child, if you think you need more, ma, I'm hungry. Like, I don't know you hungry because I just fed you lunch. But you're going to tell me in between lunch and dinner that you're hungry. That's the only way I'm going to know because I figure if I fed you lunch, I'm going to wait till dinner time to feed you again. But if you say I'm hungry, then I say, okay, baby, I'm going to make you a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You can't have no candy because you ain't had dinner yet. And that's kind of how you had to go to Barack Obama. Like he's doing what he can do, but if there's other things in between times, he think he's doing what needs to be done based on what was put on the table and what he thinks is important. And you're not coming in between times saying, well, hey, I know you gave me lunch, but I, I need a snack. So, you ain't mentioning shit. So the fact I that- him. So the fact that um, uh, y'all's president, it doesn't really have a lot of black issues on the table. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, I know he isn't a, uh, the best representative, but Kanye West took some things and said, yeah. look, I yeah. want you to 
talk about this. I want you to look at this, and yeah. I want, and it's on record. It's on record that he. And says, there's no oh, doubt I'm in my mind. To, um, I got an open mind. He sent Kim in, and Kim kind of read Trump and relayed that back to Kanye, yeah. and I think he's taking what Kim learned and applying that. Yeah, I don't so, doubt that at all, neither. So the question is, it still to me is on a table is, and I'm asking those okay. of you who are watching on YouTube Live and Facebook. Yeah. Um, please, you know, give me your response. Do you think Kanye went in as a, a genius? Like, you know, nope. kissing up to Trump to get an agenda passed? We label him too think much, man. He's a like, brown noser. I think he's just an opportunist. He's and an he, opportunist. he know how to get attention. And that. he can speak that idiot language, that, that idiot celebrity language that Trump can identify with. Yeah. And, and that's their Geminis. common bonds. Yeah. They're both Geminis too. So he know he yeah. know his language. Yeah. He's speaking his language. And yeah. like how else are you gonna talk to somebody who speaks, let's say Turkish? This person yeah. speaks Turkish. You want to get some stuff done. You got to find somebody that speaks right. Turkish yeah. just to say, okay, look, tell him this and that and the other. Who the hell speaks Trump? And let me ask both Nobody, of y'all this. Do y'all think Kanye had bad ass? intentions doing that? Do you I don't think, think he had, had bad intentions. You think he had good intentions? And I think I'm looking at his intentions. I do he mean both, well? I think they're both selfish and good intentions. I think he thinks he has good intentions. And then they're also selfish too. Is it excusable to be selfish if it's good intentions? Hell no, there's no passes. I mean, no, basically, I think, I think, I think he went in there like, look, okay, I'm a, th I need some things done for the people, but I also need some things done for me too. Everybody got self interest in something. So yeah, he has self is self interest, right? But and it might be ego. I think Larry Hoover is definitely his self interest interest because I think Kanye, if Kanye gets Larry out, do you know how Chicago's gonna That's look? A, it's at a different Kanye? dynamic. I don't know because the, the new gangsters is or like something else. Dude. They may not even respect Larry Hoover. Like we look like it may be a yeah, whole different thing. Big yeah, it, Larry but that is a, that is a okay. <laughs> but it's just the same with Abe Lincoln. He freed the slaves not because he felt compassion, because it was an economic thing for the country. Right. So it was a self interest yeah. for the country to have more economic power. But in order for them to do that, they had to free the slaves. Right. So yeah. I don't care so what your self interest self, is. Of his self we benefited interest, from it. We benefited like right. where we are now with um, AI, artificial intelligence. Like we don't need humans as much. So we're not really, you know, we we on to some other stuff. So back then with Abraham Lincoln, we didn't need humans as much. So we was on to some other right. stuff and we benefited from that. So that's something that we talked about last right. week that I did want to touch on. Maybe next week we'll talk about more because I know you mentioned, well, what did the presidents do for us? Did we, how did blacks benefit from, from any president? Any president. And so I did my research and I had a lot of information regarding, you know, a lot of presidents who I'm going to say unintentionally right. helped right. us as black people. <laughs> unintentionally. Because, because they, they had to they do had what the, they had to do, but right. we, benefited we benefited Correct. from it. We benefited from it. So, you know, whatever. It is what it is. It is National Disability Employment Awareness Month. And basically what this does is um, it brings awareness to um, basically, you know, employment issues for disabled people. And it celebrates the many and varied contributions of America's workers with disabilities. So, I mean, you have to think about there are people who come to work every day that don't have the same capabilities as you, but they show up. They, you know, um, some of the event, you know, some of the things that benefit them, that help them is to have handicapped parking, to have um, uh, uh, handicapped accessibility to restrooms. Would you say, Ms. Trish? Sometimes it'd be too many mm. handicapped parking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I, 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 I could uh, rant about that, too. <laughs> so I just want you guys, you know, just salute to those who, you know, maybe, you know, have some setbacks in their life, but they still show up and are contributing members to society and ask yourself what are some facts people may not know about disabled employees you know we do 
need to reflect on these people. People don't ask to be disabled. Stuff happens. You get into mm-hmm. bad car accidents. Mm-hmm. You go fight a war in Afghanistan. Um, you were born that way. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's just the way it was set up for you. Whatever happens, you 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 want to be a contributing member to society, and you're able to, so you come to work. And how can we help protect the rights of the disabled? That's another thing that we need to focus on. We think about ourselves, but in a lot of times, we don't think about people again who show up into the workplace who do need certain things that we don't necessarily need. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the things I mentioned was, you know, closer parking access, mm-hmm. you know, accessible accessibility like in the, the restrooms. Uh, and The ramps. Yes, you know, just basic things. But I'm sure there's many other things that you guys can mention that are important. And how many disabled people are, in, are employed, not only employed, but those who are unemployed, those who want to work, but stipulations that will just you know, allow them not to work or cause them not to work is because they get cut off of benefits that they need. You know, think about those people too, because you know a lot of these people who are disabled that want to work full time like we do aren't able to because they still need to receive the benefits that help them support their family. You know, again, people don't choose to be disabled. That's just what it is. So I just wanted to talk about that and just mention that. And it's also National Nowhere Abroad, Don't Wear a Bra Day. I've um, never wore a bra, just to let y'all know. So you I love celebrate. not wearing a bra. I, the great thing is I don't have big <laughs> boobs. boobs well, so I don't have to wear them. how big they are, it matters they're real or fake. Uh, mine are 100% so real, they're not some, big, and I don't wear bras on the weekends. How about can, that? You can not wear a bra because you got that cellophane. Well, I wear one here. What is it? What? What? It's silicone? A, silicone. Silicone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need you judging me over What's in I don't the need devil? you judging me, okay? <laughs> Listen, you got that silicone, you ain't got to worry about no bra, baby. You ain't got no silicone, you go ahead and put them on a rag and ain't nobody going to be mad at you. No, the anyway, silicone, the one, those are the ones, they, they, they just stay, stay right there. Right, that's yeah. what I'm saying, so you ain't got to worry about a bra. You ain't got the rocks and socks. Oh, so you stay in the side. To worry about them. right, right, because you got nuggets. What I have it's enough, bad. I ain't never got no complaints, right? Just saying, so basically, That's women, not a good word, y'all can correct me. <laughs> Anyway, up, okay, today up, is not up, Don't up. Wear a Bra Day. Great. I'm going to take this off as soon as I get home. Yeah, let everybody know. Take the bra, <laughs> run around the house. If you're a feminist, you already know. Tuck your nipple in your pants pockets. <laughs> 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 Damn. Oh, okay. Hard out there for a pimp. <laughs> Before we get out of here, did y'all know that there was a man, shout out to Pushback, who posted this, talking about there was a man who classified Africans as being mentally disabled if they tried to escape being enslaved? What? Yeah. Sit so your dumb ass down, man. What dude are you talking about? I'm just saying this is um this was a guy who believed that as long as the enslaved were treated like children and not equals, this would prevent them and cure them from their drap drapetomaia. Oh, listen to that fake that news. Mm-hmm. So that's what he classified it as drapetomaia. Well, it's and, shit like uh, that to make me wear shirts like this. Yeah. So we didn't have our swear jar today, so your girl didn't come up. <laughs> but um, I, I, put my, I put a few choice colorful adjectives in there as well. Oh, I see what she right, want to cut. Right. She lead a goddamn job. Yeah. It was in not set up that way. <laughs> it was not set up that way. But in the words of Joe Madison, sometimes you got to be profane to be profound. Miss Trish, you want to say anything before we get up out of here? Um, be unapologi- unapologetically you. Whatever that means. Yeah. 
I agree. I support that message. Esther is out. I love us. We really got to come together and we really got to have an agenda and a clear cut plan on what we need to do as a people in this society because it's really getting hectic. And I joke a lot, and but I'm really serious at the same time. We really got to hone in is what we want, what do we need to do, and we need to have trust amongst each other. That part. He meant that because you know he ding, said three words ding. at the end. He meant that. Because if we have a trust issue, we have a, 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 a lot of issues that we need to work out, but we really got to put all these stuff aside to come together. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I love that, that. Listen, this is In Your Ear Radio. I'm Miss Toya. I thank you guys for tuning in to our podcast every Saturday. Love y'all. Have an awesome day. Peace. Yeah.